Blog Talk Radio. The Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the Empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for showtimes and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. For when the Empire speaks, the Empress listens. Almost at the nick of time, 
uh, saved by the bell, my boy. Um, I guess I might have to glide him something really, really special. You know, he set me up right at the end of the show, but a setup is still a good setup. What do you think about it? Tonight we're going to talk about something that um, I entitle infidelity or the option of plural marriage. Why? Let me tell you why. Now, I've been watching the news just like you have, and I have gotten to the point of exhaustion with a lot of the media. If, if they're not reporting that somebody's having trouble in their relationships, they're exposing these extras that are in there. And I wanted to know whether or not people felt like you could really have a sound relationship, if you can have a relationship that's full and fulfilling with uh, your mate. And there was an outcry. I, I say an outcry. There was a lot of talk about whether or not uh, monogamy was the way to go anyway, you know, and I expected it. You know, we've had this talk about sex on the show before, and when I say monogamy, I think sex, and that's what I think most people think. But when it comes to relationship and choosing a person to share your life with you, it's not just about who's in your bed. It's about a lot more than that, and hopefully we'll get to talk about that tonight. But, again, I was looking at the story about Bill Cosby. You know, Bill Cosby, you know, Mr. Bill Cosby from, from the Cosby Show, like, I can't get over the number of people who have suddenly felt compelled to say that this man has molested them, raped them, drugged them, done all kinds of things. Now, I'm not saying anybody is without the ability to do such things. I'm just kind of wondering, why, why now? Why are we waiting to this time and this place in um the history of some of these uh, supposed acts are just so far gone. I wondered whether or not there should be a statute of limitations on certain things. I thought that murder was the only thing that you could bring charges against, but it just depends on the state. I learned that this week as well, but uh, I, I just didn't understand why it had to keep coming up, and it's not going away. So we can just hang it up. It's not disappearing. It's not going away. As a matter of fact, two days ago, Judy Huss, who's 57 years old, filed a lawsuit against Bill Cosby for molesting her in the 1970s. They didn't actually have the actual date because it's been that long ago, but, you know, she claimed that Bill Cosby molested her when she was 15 years old. Uh, In the retaliation to that lawsuit against him, Bill Cosby then filed a petition with the uh, state of California to dismiss this petition, but it was denied. Two days ago, they denied it, and so they have said on a judicial level that this is actually something that can be pursued and will be looked into. Now, when you open that one floodgate, um, I think several others are going to open because this is just the this is like the end of the caboose. This is not the tip of the iceberg because this started a couple years ago, where several different people. And if you ask some of the celebrity world, this happened years ago. Now, the whole reason why this has gotten out in the forefront is because the comedian decided to say something to the sort of Bill Cosby being a child molester, a man who was able to because of his. Uh, notoriety because of his uh, being famous, was able to get away with raping women, um, particularly women who were in the business, uh, particularly young women. And and so I went back and I looked to see, like, what was going on. And these charges are not, like, libidity. I mean, this is some serious stuff. The the latest charge that was made was, uh, or the earliest charge made was uh, that uh, lady by the name of Christina Ruelli. There's Ruelli back in 1965, said that she was drugged 
and forced to have sex with Mr. Kazi. Another lady in 67 said uh, that she was at the Playboy Mansion, uh, was one of the Playboy Bunny, and was molested uh, by... Bill Cosby, 1969, 1970, 1971, 1982. One of the most uh, noted, I think, noted persons was, uh, I'm not going to even say her name because I don't like her, but yes, I have to. So Janie Dawson, she decided to do all of these little infomercials. She's been on every newscast. She's been on CNN. She's been on uh, ETV crying and and whining that um, she have been molested, and that this is purely about justice, even after telling the press in different ways that she had accepted money, she had accepted trips, that her mom kind of knew about this thing. And I was like, I'm not sure if this is really about uh, a crime or if this is more about uh, maybe loyalty. He made some kind of side deals. A lot of these girls were potential models, were potential stars on Shows It was like a rite of passage, some of them claim. If you do this for me, then I'll get you in the door. Actually, one of the ladies, I think her name is Louisa Mortez, said that she was in the green room at the Tonight Show. And Bill Cosby actually told her uh, for oral sex, if she just handled that, that she would have smooth sailing from then on. Now, of course, all of this is accusation. I don't know. I can't say. Like, I'm, I just... I just would hate it because I think that then the mind socially for a lot of people, Bill Cosby is a wholesome person, but we don't know who the man is as much as we know who his character is on the side. So I just put away all of the celebrity. I put away all of the scandal and just thought about what are the real issues behind this. Is this about cheating? Is this about infidelity? Is this about loyalty? Or is this about just a choice? And when I asked a bunch of uh, of my friends on social networks and feeds and asked them about it, I asked the questions in different ways. What would you do if you found out that your mate was cheating? Would you actually share a mate knowing that uh, someone else uh, was there? Uh, would you actually start a relationship with someone who you already knew was actually in a uh, committed relationship? Now, some people have some of the most odd things to say, but a lot of people uh, continually said things uh, that related back to the words loyalty, the word infidelity, the word cheating, truth-telling. And I didn't know whether or not these words are being tossed around altogether being the same or if we actually have separate issues here. I think we have separate issues here. And so in a nutshell, we can say that a lot of people probably would define um, loyalty as just the quality of being supportive of a person, supportive of their idea. And I think pretty much you could probably be a guy or a gal with two mates who still are supportive to you. So it wouldn't necessarily mean that they were being in, uh, in, not loyal to you, that they were not being um on your side or in your team. Um, so I wanted to know what infidelity is. I really couldn't um, put a, a definition on it without actually going to the uh, books on it because I think infidelity for one person is very different from the other. But we're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to also talk about cheating because I don't know. <laughs> you know, I've done this show before. Some girls say that cheating is anything that he hides. And some guys say they hide things to protect the people that they love. So I don't know. So that's why we're having this show tonight. We're going to talk about what options you have. And we actually have a special guest on tonight, Mr. Anthony Thomas. 
Thompson, and he's going to come on in just a few moments to talk to us about it. But before that, let's play a song so I can catch my breath, get my puppy out of my ice bowl, and um, let's see. What song should we pick? I think this one. If I could, could forget him, I would, please believe me. And I know that I should throw the towel in, but baby, it's not, not that easy. Hey, you treat me so much better than him. And if I was sane, there'd be no competition. But I'm in love. With someone else And I'm so sorry Hey, hey I'm in love with another man And I know it ain't right Hey, You should go and find someone else Who can treat you right Give you the world Someone who understands the man you are Cause baby you shine so bright And I would just dim your star A girl who treats you like you treat them Boy I know there's plenty women who would love to have a man like you? But I'm in love with someone else. I'm so sorry, baby. Hey, I know I ain't right. No, 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 no. But what I did to you, baby. Baby, I just don't want to Cause he ain't no doubt tonight And we always seem to fight He got the perfect body And sometimes he don't even treat me right Oh, but when I'm with him But when I'm with him
And I'm so sorry Hey But I love someone else She said She she loves someone else I'm wondering if it has to do with love at all We're talking tonight about infidelity and plural marriage uh, marriage only because I think that a lot of people can uh, yeah, uh, grasp the idea that uh, marriage can be multiplied. I don't know if we had a position uh, that can be supported of just having a bunch of girlfriends or a bunch of, you know, you can have a bunch of baby mamas, a bunch of baby daddies. I don't know, but we're going to talk with someone who's actually living a lifestyle that is outside of traditional monogamy. And, Anthony, if you are there, please let me know that you can hear me. Yes, I can hear you. Great. Thank you so much for coming onto the show. And believe it or not, I am having a hard time with uh, trying to just find my, my boy who gave me your name and said, you know, he was going to get in contact with you. It was really, really quick. I think I might owe him something, but I'm, I'm too far away to give him what he really think he deserves. But we're going to have a show <laughs> either way. <laughs> Let's see. Please introduce yourself to our listening audience and tell us just a little bit about yourself and okay. uh, your belief system. Um, hello, my name is Anthony. My original name is Anthony Thompson. Um, I go by Karuk in Israel. Um, I am a Hebrew Israelite. I am one who practices polygyny, not polygyny. That's the difference. Polygyny is when a man, the, the man, the husband can have multiple partners as well as the wife. That's not what we practice. Um, we practice polygyny, where the man can have multiple women. Um, I'm going to try to uh, attack this situation because it is a conflict amongst society, and you have to understand which which concept are you going to address this 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 thought process, what mindset would you be looking at it as? Um, a wise man told me that truth is verifiable and the only thing that has to be defended is a lie. So what I would ask that all the listeners that are on today, that we don't use emotions because us okay. as creatures and, 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 and uh, females, we, are, we can get emotional, especially when it comes down to t- talking about feelings. My dad told me you can play with a lot of things, but you can't play with a heart. So women get okay. very, very defensive when you start okay. playing with their heart, as they should. And I agree that it's our job as men, as protectors, to protect our women mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So that's just a little brief synopsis of what side I'm coming on. I'm coming on a biblical standpoint. On a more spiritual okay. okay, and before you get started with the actual practice or the biblical and spiritual part of it, one thing you've already said that I'm totally confused about, and I'm sure there are other people who may be listening, and, of course, we're going to open up the lines a little bit later after we, you know, kind of get some ground on it. How exactly um, can you have a relationship of any sort without it becoming emotional? I know we're talking about maybe love relationships or intimate relationships, mm-hmm. but how exactly can you remove emotion from this level of relationship? Well, you don't lose emotion. You don't you don't 
you don't lose emotions. Emotion is always going to be on it, be involved. The thing is, you can't lose reality. That's where, that's the downfall that I see in a lot of these perspectives when you're looking at if I tell a woman a man can have multiple women, they they lose reality of that. And they uh-huh. they reflect onto their emotions because basically the first thing they feel, though, as women is, you're playing with my heart. And uh-huh. here's what I would say. We have to understand, no matter how real or how you want to look at it, we are victim of circumstance. We only live according to what we've been taught. And a lot of our teachings, believe it or not, it's the truth come from society. We like to say that we are the spiritual, God-going people, but when something is conflict to what we've been taught and goes against our emotions, we have a tendency of shying away from it. Regardless of what God said, it don't fit right with my spirit, so therefore I'm not going to do it. That's why I say if we're going to deal with this topic and we're going to, if you are a God-fearing person and if you believe in a higher power, and I will come out the King James Bible, I I also speak Hebrew, the original language that the Bible was written in. I can come out the NIV Bible. It doesn't matter. That same uh-huh. Bible that's sitting on our grandma's Chinese table, that's the Bible that uh-huh. I will be quoting from, and that's my perspective in which I will, I will try to bring the spiritualism up to today's reality. And I know a lot of people would say, well, come on, Anthony, that's B.C. We in 2015, but nothing has uh-huh. changed. And actually, society has manipulated the change for the worse, as I'm elaborating on it in a few seconds. Okay. So you say that to have this understanding it is actually a respectful thing, that it's not a disrespectful thing to have a relationship that includes more than one wife as a man. So is this a practice that is that is solely for the male to practice in? Here's, it's, it's, see, a lot of people look at it and say, what religion is this? I don't have a religion. I heart okay, to okay. the word of God. So I'm not a Christian. And when people say you're a Hebrew okay. Israelite, Hebrew Israelite is a nationality. So it's, okay, it's okay. now you, you have to feel me because I'm going to be jumping all over. I'm going to try to stay as focused as I can, but I want to clear up some things. There is no religion because I, I will say, hear a lot of people say, well, you believe in your religion and I believe in mine. You can't argue with the word of God. These are not my words. This is why I say that the truth is verifiable. If you're going to say you believe in God, whether you're Muslim, Christian, Buddhist, whatever, I know this, that can't nobody teach about God without using the oldest history book that we got as a reference, which is the Bible. That's the first reference that we had on earth that we know as knowledge to instruct man how to fear and serve God. So we're going to agree that we're all spiritual people and that we're all God-fearing and I go to church and I do this and I do that. Well, there's a difference. There's a mindset that God says and there's a concept that society says. And a lot of us is going off what society says, which is totally contradictory to what God says. And I'll give you a prime example. If I ask an individual what is adultery, well, society says that adultery is when a man sleeps outside of his marriage. That's not what God says adultery is. So that what is it? Wait a minute, now. What is it? Here we go. See, now now we're about to open up Pandora's box. Adultery is not a man being married, sleeping outside of his relationship. That's not adultery. Adultery is Deuteronomy 22, chapter 22, verse 22. 
If a man sleeps okay. with a married woman, and I'm going to show you what adultery is, it's not a man sleeping outside of his marriage. Adultery is when a man sleeps with a married woman. That's what adultery is. So, That's biblical. Okay, That's I, not what Webster. Okay, and okay, and I do understand there is a difference between fornication and adultery. And I think that I'm not speaking for the Christian faith in totality because people may have different ideas about that. But when we talk about this subject, it's inevitable to talk about the sexual part of it and the misgivings of the infidelity part of it with regards to sex. And when I say infidelity, I'm talking about uh, the, the, the rules of conduct within a relationship being broken and someone else being introduced into that relationship. I think that is what infidelity is. Now, do you think that when people say uh, adultery, that they're just merging uh, anybody that's not in the group to start with, and that's not a, that's you know uh, what you're saying because I, I don't think that if there's a group that's in a in, in a in a covenant of whether it's marriage or I don't know how you would say it in your uh, in your uh, background, but if you have an, an agreement with one or two or three, and you add somebody to that mix, unbeknownst to the people. In that group, is that not adultery, or is that no. are we just you know cutting you know corners by saying oh that's not adultery that's fornication so that's okay is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying to you is this: these are fornication adultery. They they really been in with today's mindset. Like back in the biblical days, fornication didn't even exist. You'll never go back in the Old Testament and see the word fornication. Because there was nothing wrong with men having sex with women. And I'm not saying, I don't want anybody to get the idea that I'm saying men can just go around speak with women because that's not true. Because I'm going to give you scripture. The scripture says that you should not call the, the daughters of God to be harlots. So if a man deal with a woman, he must deal with her. He must have a relationship. He must have a contract. How would he look at this woman? Would he look at this woman as a concubine? There was two types of women in the biblical days. Well, actually three. There was a whore, there was a wife, and there was a concubine. Most of the time, the concubine took the place of a wife because maybe the wife lacked something. She couldn't bear children, or the man felt the need that the wife couldn't keep up sexually, so he got a concubine. When you go into the biblical, biblical term, those are the three types of women that exist back in those days, and those were the language was adultery. The creator used portal and adultery. And what I'm telling you the definition of adultery is, the definition okay. of adultery is when okay. a man sleeps with another man's wife. Period. So a man sleeping sleeps with another, with another man's wife. Or what if you adultery. sleep with another woman, period, who's not married? That is not adultery. I'm just trying to get and it. I'm, and I'm going to okay. prove it to you. That it's not adultery. I'm going to show you in the Bible where the Creator talked okay. about a man having two wives. I'm going to show you in the Bible where righteous men, who the Creator called perfect, had multiple women. There's commandment okay. that talks in the Bible. See what happens uh-huh. is we have to understand that this. When you gravitate this uh-huh. mindset and you start using fornication and fidelity. These are the words 
that society interject with our mindset to stop us as men. Because when a man has multiple women, what happens? He start reproducing. When he start reproducing, that's a problem for society. We all know that they're trying to cut down the world population. And here's what I want people to say, and this is no disrespect to homosexuality. Now okay. think about this for a second. Mari Povich, Oprah Winfrey, they all will call a man like me a piece of shit and a two-time cheater because I got two women. But I can wake uh-huh. up one day and say I got a husband and a wife, meaning that I'm bisexual uh-huh. and nobody would judge me. Now, this is fact, uh-huh. not emotion. This is fact, right? Okay. A man I, I, keeping, I mean, uh-huh. let me finish this thought, and then I'll let you talk. A man, according, if we're going to be God-fearing people, because they always say society teaches us to be passive when it comes down to certain things and teach women uh-huh. to have their antennas up on the thing. Society is anti-God, flat out. They go, everything okay. we learn from society being there in today's time is complete contradictory to what the Creator established. They teach women okay. to be independent, which is nothing wrong with that, but they teach women that you don't need a man. How you don't need a man and God created a woman for man. He said it's not good for man to be alone. Therefore, I will create him a woman. I'm just looking at the psychological things. We got to understand facts and what's true. So you have a lot of women that's independent because they have to be, because men out here just ain't sugar, honey, iced tea. So they have to be, but they constantly, I don't need a man to take care of me. Bullshit. That wasn't how I was raised. I was raised that if a man takes on a woman, that's his responsibility. So now with that mindset, what happens? You start having women being independent, taking care of themselves. Why? Most of the time because they've been emotionally scarred and they don't want to depend on a man again. But what happens is okay. that's, where the, that's where the lack of God coming at. So once they were Anthony, how you do it having multiple women? Why? Because God is our meeting. That's why. Okay. It's not as okay. hard when you're honest. Oh, but this is the last mm-hmm. point that I wanted to say, and I'm sorry. Okay. Society, no, no, will teach, society will teach you that a man like me is a piece of shit, I'm a liar, I'm a cheater, I'm ungrateful, and I'm a whore, and that my women have low self-esteem, and they stupid for allowing me to do what I want to do or allowing me to live this way. This is what society will say. I've heard it all my life. But yet, mm-hmm. I can come out and have a husband and a wife meaning I could be bisexual. It's amazing how Will Smith can go on Oprah Winfrey and say that him and Jada Pickett is swingers, and nobody say nothing he to him be- okay. because of the I prestige. I have yet to see that interview. I have yet to see that interview. There's an interview, there's a, there's an interview okay. where he says that, yes, we, 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 we swamp, and he also said that Jada Pickett is the wild side. But here's another thing. They also will say, I can also say, you know what? I don't even want a wife. I want a husband. Uh-huh. And they will come out and applaud me. Now, let's look at uh-huh. it. Tiger Woods uh-huh. got crucified, and they used biblical uh-huh. terms. They said he was infidelity. They said he committed adultery. They said he needs to pray for his transgression. Why? Because they said that he slept out of his marriage. Technically, biblically, spiritually, Tiger Woods didn't do anything wrong unless one of the women that he slept with was married. But look what society uh-huh. said. 
a basketball player, say he's gay. Society promotes that. He makes People magazine, and they applaud him for coming out the closet saying that he's gay. And you know what they were saying on the sports channel? Well, society is behind the eight ball. We can't wait till no one is judging other people where gays can come out proud, where they can have gay men in the football locker room. This is what they were saying. So I can have a husband, but I can't have two wives. I find that quite ironic. Okay. Okay. We started the conversation saying that this lifestyle is not really a choice about sex. But for the last about few what? moments. I'm sorry. It's, not, it's not about what? Sex. It's not just about sex. It's about a, a spiritual choice and a commandment. Uh, a God-approved type of lifestyle, if I'm paraphrasing, but I'm kind of, I I understood that you were saying that this was not, you know, purely about a sexual act, you know, having multiple wives. So why is it then that there is no, we can totally not address the non-married sexual experiences and even emotional intimacies with these other women, as long as they're not married, you're, that's okay? I mean, I'm just trying to understand because I think when you introduce that train of thought at the same time as, like, say, swinging and um, homosexual lifestyles, those are, those are different lifestyle choices all with differing uh, levels of sexual preferences. So that's just about the biology difference. That is just about the sex. But when you compare that to your choice, you're saying that it's not about sex. This is about a belief system. This is about spirituality. I'm not finding the spiritual tie. I don't, okay. I don't understand where the spiritual tie is. Because let me, let me say this. I am not okay. applauding or saying that because I believe in polygyny where a man can have multiple women, that it's okay for a man to just go sleep around. If a man is going around sleeping with multiple women and is not in relationships with these women, spiritually, physically, financially, and emotionally, he is in violation and he will have to be dealt with by God. That is wrong. Uh-huh. So we are. if that's what you're saying, then I will agree with you. What I'm saying uh-huh. to you is that a man have the privilege of taking on another wife or have the privilege uh-huh. of building another relationship, building. I'm not just talking about having sex. If he okay, does okay. that, then, then he is abusing that woman because he's using her emotionally and sexually building with her. That's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. and when you say building, because I have a Hebrew Israelite friends. I have uh, friends of all walks of faith and um, um, religion and non-religion, but belief systems. And one of my newest friends, I had asked to be on the show. He wasn't able to be on the show tonight, but um, he was talking with me about his belief. And I asked him the same question with regard to plural marriage. Do you believe in plural marriage? And he said, according to the scripture, um, equally, no one is coming up short if you're able to provide. According to the scriptures, you can have multiple wives. Uh, as for me and myself, I cannot afford more than one family, so I'm fine with just one. He said that most brothers are taking advantage of the scripture and is not properly providing these sisters with what they need 
so they use them sexually. He also says that as for, um, you know, what people expect of the treatment of women who participate in this is, you know, he really didn't understand. Now, I also had a, a, a person ask me, or he said that he was going to be calling, and I hope he called in because I had this question too. Very rarely do you hear of women who may be of your same faith or who do participate in this lifestyle have a, a, a an opinion um, that is ex- exponential on, how, you know, how they fit into this formula. You know, we've all seen the shows because I don't believe nothing on TV. Truth be told, I don't believe anything that has to do with reality TV because it's just a skew so that it can be popular to view. And the women um, in these relationships, they they are emotional. You were very much correct by saying, you know, it has to be removed from an emotional standpoint. But I'm trying to understand why aren't women able to articulate their positions as this? Is this type of lifestyle something of, and, and I'm, being, I'm trying to be as respectful as, as possible, but I'm just having a brain part with how I want to say, do they even, can they even say uh, anything in this? Is this just you being a, 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 a initiator of this whole platform and then you just start to add why? Is, is that how it goes? Or, you know, why don't women have the equal about of say? Why can't when you ask that question, listen, uh-huh. my wives can do uh-huh. what they want to do. If they take on okay. multiple husbands, I just won't be with them. So like the, oh, okay. that's it. That's, we have to understand that I am coming from a spiritual background. And in my uh-huh. culture, in my way of life, uh-huh. women cannot have multiple men. That will be adultery. Again, adultery is a man sleeping with a married woman. And for the woman, that will be a married woman sleeping with another man. According to the Bible, adultery and that punishment is. See, we have to understand this, all right. And let's and let's take it from this. Let's take it from this perspective. We, if you believe in spiritualism, and you believe in the Bible, then you know about Moses. Moses was one of the most holiest men to ever walk the face of the earth. At one point in time, this is how we live. We came over here as slaves. In the process of coming over here as slaves, we lost our language, we lost our culture, and we lost our tradition. Over here in West Africa, they still have certain religions called the Yoruba where they practice polygyny. So what happens is you come over here in America and you learn something new and it becomes part of your life. So now... To bring something else to you is taboo. You cannot comprehend a man having multiple women. To you, we live according to how we was raised. And I'll give you a prime okay. example. Now check out this analogy, and this is the truth. And I always use this as an analogy. I used to live next door to an African. He used to go to the car. When he used to get in the car, it used to be him, his eight-year-old son, his wife, and his mom. Who do you think sat in the front seat? His mom. No, his eight-year-old son. No, and I asked him that question. And you know what he told me? He said, in my culture, it's detriment. It's very, very important. It's monumental Uh that we we teach my son that he is the leader Uh of his household and that he Uh is the leader back in Africa, Ghana, where I come from, that this is how we raise our men, to be kings and princes. 
and that he is in but charge. But I'm understanding that. I do understand but, but, that other cultures but, but, are integrated saying, into what us, saying, but what I ask. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What I'm saying to you is no, this. What I'm go saying ahead, to you is huh? this. At one, we as people have our, had our own culture. It was taken. So what happened is we were spoon-fed certain things. In certain countries, Islamic countries, African countries, homosexuality, it's not accepted. They are cutting people's heads off. Now, what happened when we see that? With American mindset, we say, that's bullshit. That's ungodly. Who do they think they are? But according to them, they're living by how they believe and according to what God says in their mind. Now, in our mind, we're combative to how they live because we've been westernized. America, uh-huh. living home over here in America, we've been taught that that's wrong. We've been taught that you can't uh-huh. judge. Everybody has the right uh-huh. to do it. The home of the free, the home of the brave. Like Jay-Z and them say on their shirt, do as thy will. So we don't have no custom. Uh-huh. And, the, and the mindset that we're coming from, in our reality, is strictly coming from Christianity. It's not coming from the Bible. It's coming from Christianity. Because if you want to stay okay. on a biblical... Go ahead. Uh-huh. No, no, I I hear you. I, I do hear you. But what I'm asking is if if it's about the law, if it's about the law that you do you're stating from the Bible is uh if you're saying it is a cultural way of how we have lost our way in conducting ourselves, if you say it's all of that, how then if the scriptures are that plain about it, can you not admit that this is in a prose for a man to have the ability to do something that a woman doesn't? Now, I, I'm not, uh, I want you to know clearly, and you know, because we didn't get to do our pre interview, we kind of just jumped in here. I am not um, of the position. But I do understand those who are of the position that say that this is totally just benefiting him you, you to know, have you know what? some extra you know sex. What? Mm-hmm. You know what? And, mm-hmm. and that's the biggest challenge. What I'm saying okay. is the truth. And you know what women okay. will say? If, if, if a person okay. said that they was biblical, they believe in God, they cannot mm-hmm. argue or debate what I am saying. The problem that they have is not is coming out of their emotion and saying well, okay. I think that's unfair. And, you know, if you are a spiritual person, and if you are going to hearken to the – let's get this straight. I don't have no religion. I don't eat strength. You know why I don't eat strength? Because the Bible says don't eat strength. I don't go around my women when they're on their mystery. You know why I don't go around my women when they're on their mystery? Because the Bible says so. Uh-huh. I wear fringes okay. on the four corners of my garments. You know why? Because uh-huh. the Bible says so. Uh-huh. So now this okay. is what I'm saying, sister. How do we argue with the word of God? If God say don't do, then I understand what you're saying. And what I'm okay. saying is the perspective is a lot of women cannot digest it because the, the, the position that I'm taking seems to be male chauvinist. So they like, well, how come okay. you can have multiple women, but I can't have multiple husbands? You can do what you mm-hmm. want to do, but the reality, the reality of it is this, and this is where we can't mm-hmm. lose reality. Okay. If we ever looked at the order of king and queen, the queen, the queen could never do what she wanted to do. She did right. what she wanted to do in the guidelines of what the king said she can do. There's only one ruler. This is a heavenly uh-huh. order, and people don't like that. 
They just don't like it. And uh-huh. this is what I'm trying to say. This is the propaganda. This is what makes them go against what God established. Here's the order. Man, I meant the uh-huh. God, angel, uh-huh. man, woman, child. That is the impeccable order. A relationship can never be 50-50. It can never be 50-50. Uh-huh. It's just reality. But what happens well, is, I, this is what I'm saying. I want over, you, over years, I mean, for people, over years. I don't want these people to start hanging up. I don't want these people to start hanging up because they're, they they're hanging on the line. And, 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 yeah, and I think they're going to have some questions. We have my new friend, Anthony Thompson, on the line, and he, if you're just adding on to the, to the lines tonight, uh, we're talking about infidelity and plural marriage, and he himself has, admittedly, two wives and I think a concubine. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about what those differences are. But I want to go ahead and open up the line so that people won't think I've forgotten about you. I identify you by the last four digits of your phone number. And even if you don't want to have anything to say when you hear the last four digits of the phone number that you're calling in on, that means that I can open. I have your line open. I can hear you, and I just need to know if you can hear me. And and let's just have a conversation. If you just want to say hello, if you want to say I disagree, whatever you have to say. That will be great. Now, if you have a question for myself or for my guests, please be respectful of that. Uh, ask any question that you want. This is a rated R show, and sometimes people get kind of hesitant when it comes to sex and religion, and this show just happens to have a little bit of both in those. Our first caller has been on the call with us since we began. Last four minutes of that phone number is 0199. Can you hear me, and are you there? Yes, I'm here. I can hear you. Okay, do you have a question for myself or for my guest, Mr. Anthony Thompson? No, I don't. I'm just listening in. Okay, great. We and, and, and you know what? I think a lot of people can learn. I think we do, when it's not a mainstream type of thought process or practice, people just already originate what they think it is. And if you have a question, the only way that you can know is by asking. And I'm not an expert. I always say what I have to say or what I've learned or what I think or what I think has not been answered or not at the end of the show. And it's always in a respectful way. 74, 76, are you there and can you hear me? Yes. Do you have any questions for myself and for my guest, Mr. Anthony Thompson? I'm... <laughs> I'm just uh, no, not not right now. Right, not right now. Not, I'm 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 still trying right. to digest some of the things that um he he stated about um the religion um about the the man. Uh, I believe that the man. Okay, well, what we're going to do is we're going to keep going and we're going to come back to you because I know who that is and I know she's got some things to say. 2117 is the next call that I have in queue. Are you there and can you hear me? Yes, I'm here. I can hear you. Okay, would you have a question for our guest, Mr. Anthony Thompson, or for myself? We're talking about infidelity and plural marriage. Well, I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm totally in agreement with him. If you, if you do... Uh, truly follow the Bible, everything that he says is on point. Like, you know, I'm, I'm sure he could pull everything out scriptural-wise. Also, you have to look at it, like you said, in Islamic countries, in Israeli countries, all these different countries, uh, these men have more than one wife. And a lot of women, as he spoke, are westernized. So to them, when 
they hear, oh, well, man, suppose, you know, uh, y'all get to have more than uh, one wife and we can't do this and we can't do that. They're not used to the natural order of how God made us, and and that be the problem. And, 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 and once again, like you said, people's emotions go over what's really in the book. Their emotions take over. So, yes, I, I, I agree with him totally. Okay. Well, I think that it's, I'm not going to be surprised if most of the guys agree because I, and I'm not trying, I'm really not playing devil's advocate right now. I think that's the second time that I've heard uh, some mention of the natural order and wives. What is the difference then between a man who is just uh, seeing a woman and a, a man who is actually wiving a woman? Because I know that in most states you can't actually have on paper, uh, a literal heir to yourself and to your name, but one at a time. And I may be wrong. If I'm wrong, Anthony, tell me. But uh, except for maybe in Utah, I don't even know if you can do it in Utah. But I, I, I think, think that when you when you what what is a wife? What is a wife then? Here, tell here, me what a wife here, is. Listen, here's here's what I think. Okay. Anything that's done is done by the imagination of man's mind. What makes my wife, my wife, because we signed the paper? No, it's the agreement that a man makes before God, period. It's an agreement that a man and a woman make before God and how he look at that woman. We have to understand this. We cannot look at what I'm saying with this modern society mindset. This modern society society set goes a, mindset goes against everything that's in the Bible. It's completely contrary. I am trying to get far away from this society mindset as much as I can. They they are promoting. Uh, it, it, the truth is verifiable. Just listen to the songs. The songs is nothing but sex, whoredom. That's not what the creator is about. And what I'm saying is not for a man to run around like a rabbit hunting women. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is this concept of what adultery is concept of infidelity, how a man can cheat. According to the Bible, there is no such thing as cheating because men can have multiple women. I can show you this scripturally. So you cannot well, tell I, me that you... Go ahead. We're not disagreeing. That's my thing. We're not disagreeing. But when I've asked you, uh, particularly about why, why women... Uh, can't you, you've not answered, and then I've just I asked did, I, you I, what? You asked me why, why? Why? If you talk about the question, you ask me why can't women have multiple husbands? Is right. that what you're talking about? I answered right. that question. Well, what, okay, I said so, because and, and according to the Bible, remember uh-huh. the Bible states that we came over as, as slaves because we did not obey the laws of God. If you are a Christian, you know that the concept that Jesus was brought or sent by God to bring salvation to the world because what? We did not obey God. So here's what I'm saying. If a woman, and here's another thing, and this will prove to you that a woman couldn't have multiple women because Joseph had to hide Mary. Why? Because the concept of adultery. They thought that she slept with another man. They was going to take her head off. So that show you mm-hmm. that this concept you're talking about of a woman having multiple women cannot live in the days of righteous men because we live by the word of God. 
And a woman cannot have multiple husbands because she will be put to death because that will be adultery. And to this day, countries, remember, this is a country that's not governed by God. But when you go over there in those eastern countries, what are they governed by? They're governed by their tradition, their customs, their religion. That's why men can have multiple women. That's why if a wife get caught cheating, they cut her head off according to biblical and Quran and, and, and scriptures. This is the only country, one of the only countries that goes against everything that's spiritually in God. Like, so they have women believing, if you can do it, I can do it. Yes, you can do it now because we live in a society that would not cut your head off. Like a prime example, okay. over here, over here mm-hmm. in stealing, what do you get? You get a misdemeanor. Over in another country, you get caught stealing, you get your hand cut off. People are governed by different rules. So our mind is, no, no other way around it, it's hard for someone to relate to the Bible, trying to understand the Bible with an American mindset. You're not going to be able okay. to relate to it. No matter how much, I'm going to just say this and I'm going to be quiet. No matter how much I show you in the Bible what adultery is, I can come out the mouth and show you where God said a man can have more than, two, more than one wife. That's not going to be good enough for you because you cannot shake the mindset that you've been born. If I went in the Bible and you said, yeah, Anthony, I'm a God-fearing person, and if I showed you several scriptures where King David had multiple wives, where Abraham was considered perfect, before the eyes of God. Uh-huh. There would be no Jesus uh-huh. if it wasn't for Abraham and uh-huh. David. And I showed uh-huh. you that they have multiple women. You would say, that ain't good enough. Why? Because you, we, not you, period. I'm, I'm just speaking because uh-huh. most yes. individuals cannot emotionally and let go what we've been taught from society. Cause here's, now, here's my question for you. Who told you okay. that a man having, here's a question for you. Who told you that a man having more than one woman was wrong? Where you learn nobody's ever, nobody's ever told me that a man having more than one woman was wrong. I mm-hmm. was just raised in a home where my mom was the only woman that my father had. I was raised in a community where monogamy was celebrated. I'm also from a society that just embraces people who are monogamous. I'm not. I, I, I'm going to say what I personally feel, but I'm just not going. I cannot say that this is just what everybody's experienced. I want to ask you: Were you raised? Because uh, you say being a Hebrew Israelite is not a religion to you. That you don't practice religion. This is your your culture, and this is who you are. This is what you're made out of. Have, were you raised in that way? Have you yes, always was- felt? Mm-hmm. I was raised this way. My mom is the second wife of my father. So, yes, I was raised this way. So, therefore, it's not taboo to me. And I'm only trying to set a stage and example. You only live according to how you was raised. So the way that people was raised over here in America, remember, comes from our slave masters. So society condemns. Men like me who have multiple women, but they will promote me being a homosexuality. So if I ask somebody, is homosexual wrong? We have been so pacified and wore down, we will say no. I, I'm not going to. Well, I, this, is the, this is the answers we will get. I'm going I'm to I'm show you. I'm going to give you an example. I'm not going to judge nobody. I mean, people can live how they want to live. Uh, you know, I'm not going to judge. That's for God to judge. 
Well, according to the Bible, the creator says it is an abomination. It is like smoke in my nostrils. Ain't, ain't nothing to wait on. What's the problem? But society says, if you, sister, say anything about homosexuality, you will be judged. So what happens is they start promoting it. You got guys on TV. I'm only trying to show you the difference how we look down on men having multiple women, but we promote men grabbing another husband. How do well, that's that the reason why we're at. Well, this is this is why we're having the show is because I personally, like I said, I always give what I have to say, and I try to not monopolize the show because my opinion is just one of many. But when it comes to what other people think, I want to open up the lines. The next caller I have is eight five five two. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I am. Okay, and would you have a question? Have you been? I see you <laughs> dropped your call, dropped a little bit, and it came back. So I'm sure you're up to speed with what we're talking about infidelity and plural marriage. We have a guest speaker, Mr. Anthony Thompson, who does practice. And you say it's not p- polygamy, it's something else. I, I did not quite hear the differences in those. Polygyny. Two, uh, what it is. Polygyny. That's the correct way of saying it. Okay. Uh, Carla, do you have a, a question? No. Um, I'm just a Facebook friend of yours, and I told you I was going to get in on the show, and I just happened to get on late. But I, I was well, – he did uh, mention something earlier um, that I thought was kind of fascinating when he said um, – uh-huh. well, when he was talking about um, how you raise uh, when it when it uh-huh. comes to um, – how you gonna see uh, the difference and and what? Um, let me see how I can say it. It's whether it's right or wrong. Okay. So when he was stating that fact, he kind of opened my eyes up a little bit because he was right. I am Westernized, and over here, I've always seen that as being wrong. But if I truly am open-minded to other cultures then I can understand how he can be right. So it was quite interesting that he brought that point up. So I'm just here to listen further on. Okay. And that's why, and, and that's, why, pre- Go ahead. That's, why that's why I try to get, because we have to understand this, I try to give examples of other nationalities. Like you got Asian women. You will hardly ever see an Asian woman ride in the front seat. Asian women do three things in the presence of men. They smile, they bow, and they get out of the presence of another man. That's tradition. This is how, and if you want to say something, we also came up in an era back in the 50s where the only one that wore an apron was the woman, and the, man, and the woman would stay home. That was more close to our culture. Now you got Beyonce, and I'm not saying nothing wrong with it. What I'm telling you is this, no matter how much you want to believe it, our minds are being conditioned to a lifestyle that's not conducive of holy holiness. It's the total uh-huh. opposite. That's the Willie okay. Lynch letter. Break down the man, give the woman independence, make her strong, make her think she don't need a man. It's all propaganda. Make a woman, and uh-huh. this is what's... So if you want to talk about culture, you got everybody has a culture. So what I'm saying is uh-huh. what makes a man wrong for having multiple women? It's only what you've been taught whether it's been by your mother, your grandfather. And here's the scripture that I'm going to give you because I don't have to come out of my mouth. 
The scripture says this in Ezekiel, the 18th chapter. It said, For the father hath eating sour grapes, therefore the children's teeth are set on edge, which means this. There's a lot of things that our ancestors taught us because they mom taught us and they mom taught them and their grandfather taught them that we do that's not right. They, uh-huh. And a lot of us, like I did prime example, I was forced to go to the church. So what happened? I grew up in the church. And now my concept was whenever I want to change my life, whenever I want to do right, the first thing I got to do, get right by God, go to a church. This is the uh-huh. way we train. And it's just the truth. Uh, uh. Well, I'm going to go ahead and keep opening up the lines. And I, I want to say clearly that, um, you know, you actually rattled off three different shows that we've done. We've done a show on propaganda. We've done a show on emasculating men. We've done a show on the role of the woman. And I think by uh, some of the way that, um, maybe the presentation of your belief system is presented, it is devoid of woman's uh, role. What exactly does the woman do? What other than what? if I'm not, what, what, what else are we to do? What is our role? Because I was hoping that I would be able to have a woman who could speak on this uh, show tonight, but we're excited because this whole year we've had more men calling into the show than normal, and I think it's because we expect that men are going to say some things that are just kind of uh, blueprinted when that's not the truth. You know what I find Mm -hmm. funny? That the woman rolled the band down, play because I said a man can have multiple wives. Your role, sister, is the same role as if I was only married to you. It doesn't change. Your job is to help me raise the family and help me become closer to God. Help me become a better servant, and we together raise our family. That's the job. Now, let me ask ask you this. And and see, we didn't do a pre-interview, but I just gotta ask this. I want to know. Um, you do have two. You do have two wives. So, did they know that this was what they were going to be participating in? And are they were they uh, born and raised into the Hebrew Israelite culture as no. well? No, my, no, not my so first you, wife. My second, my second wife. I've been with my first wife for nineteen years. I've been with my second wife for eight years. I've been with, I've been with my okay. girlfriend for five years, my Kachi bus. Okay. And so everybody know about everybody. Everybody know about everybody. And you had to introduce these women into your your lifestyle, your your belief system. Not my second wife. She was already into it. She was raised up by a father. But yes, okay. my first my so, first wife, yes, and my and my and my girlfriend, yes. Now, do you support the welfare and being of these women, and do you have children with any of these women? Yes, I got four children by my first wife, and yes, I do take care of. Them. Yes, I rely on you. T- you take you take yes. care of all of them totally, so yes. they don't work outside of the home. No, they work. They this this work. is what I'm trying to say. Like, like, like. We're, we're, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. No, no. I'm, I'm not. not. Let, me, let me say this. Let me say this. My okay. wives okay. and women jump in my world. Ain't nothing weak-minded about them. They curse me out and give me an earful. The way we live don't mean that they mummies. Trust me. These are sisters mm-hmm. that got mouths on them and curse me the hell out. But it's just how Listen. we live. Listen. 
I'm not saying they don't and need I hope me. I'm they don't need me. Suggest, no, no, and I'm not suggesting that because I think that most I don't think that your average woman who would not cuss you out, the average woman who would not have something yes. to say, could even consider being in this lifestyle. So that's, they're not, not, yes that's not why I asked. They're not yes women. No, okay. I understand they're not okay, yes women. And let me say, they don't need me. They all, the creator has blessed every last one of them with jobs, good paying jobs, okay. hospital jobs. Okay. They don't need me. They with me because they okay. respect me and they understand our culture. And they are they they are they have a lifestyle. So what I'm going to say is they're past the stage of chasing penis. They don't have the mindset of the average girl. If you can do it, why cannot? And here's what I would like to say. And I and I want to get vulgar for one second because this is the only way sometimes you can understand. Any woman spirituality or any conscious, excuse my language, do not want to suck a man's dick on Monday and suck another man's dick on Wednesday. That's the woman with a conscience. That's the taught behavior. That's taught by society. And that is, if you can do it, I can do it. But any woman with a conscience, if she loves a man and go outside on that man, she will feel dirty. And she will feel unworthy. And she will feel unclean. The reason why is because that will be that spiritual conviction that you know you, you did but wrong. See, that. I think that it's just the essence of being woman, period. I don't think you have to be a Hebrew Israelite woman who has no, I, I a, agree a with husband. That. You're, you're buffering but, my but, point. But, you're buffering my point. But, but, because it's not natural. But what you it's keep, not natural for a woman okay, but to do what that. You, but for this to not be about a sexual act, for every time I've asked you about the, the role of the woman, the the opportunities to this husband to have unmarried women outside of himself, it always comes back to the dick. It always comes back to the sex because you've yet to tell me about the belief about the, this building because I've heard building, I hear the word building a lot with people who are, well, are non-Christian. Because and it's I, not, and, it's and, not, okay. What I'm no, saying go ahead, is go it's, ahead. Not, it's not, when I say building, if God is our nucleus, then we have a lifestyle. I don't. I mean, if you okay. want me to get into what is the lifestyle of a Hebrew Israelite, then that's a whole other topic. But when I say building, okay. I, I clearly made this sense that we will study, obey the laws of God, and live life. Like, it's not that complex. It's not that difficult. We have a lifestyle. Okay. We have holy days that we okay. live by. We have a culture. We have, we have practices. Like, they got Christmas. We got Shavuot. We got Passover. We got Sukkot. We got, we got holy days. We got a culture, the way we live. The way we dress, we have a language. I mean, it's not hard. So when I say building, we're building a nation. I got six kids. They all last name is Yisrael. We all study. We get together. We do things as a family. That's building. That's what I'm talking about. It's not, it's not nothing out of the extraordinary. It's not this, this special propaganda that I'm going to hit everybody with and I'm going to tell somebody some secret of some new lifestyle. It's living life. We work. We go home. We come home. We watch cartoons. But we're building a family the same way as if I was just one with my wife. That's the same thing we do. Right mm -hmm. now, I'm talking to you, watching the National Geographic Channel. We're living life. Mm -hmm. That's all. It's, it's, mm -hmm. nothing, it's nothing complex to this. Okay. It's not hard. One, one, more question before I, one more question before I open up the lines for a, a couple other people to speak. Um, you say that this is just who you are and this is just what your life is. Does that mean that all men – should have multiple wives then. No, because all that, men, is, because, go ahead, I'm sorry. 
No, no, no. Go ahead. This is for you. All this men, is, this is all men, all men should not have multiple wives. I know Hebrew Israelite men that put men to shame. We support as Israelites and as any man that claims to be a God-fearing man is supposed to be set apart from the average man out there on the street because your mindset's supposed to be different. But you got some Israelite men that is an embarrassment. Okay, and I myself thought I was a man, but I realized the whole time I wasn't a man. A man is a mindset, and it took me a while to realize that my women aren't just possessions. So this is a process I'm still learning. I'm only 33 years old, but with God as my nucleus, I will build me a righteous family here on earth. My children will be a God, will be God-fearing. Any woman or any young child that grow up to get my young men and my daughters Uh will receive a Uh blessing because it's my job, my duty. Teach Uh my women how to respect themselves as queens before God and teach my children. That's the building. That's my job. Uh So, no, every man should not have multiple women because every man don't know what the hell he's doing. Every man don't have the finances, and every man don't have the wisdom to deal with multiple women. And I'm not saying that I do because I've made a lot of mistakes. But I'll tell you one thing that I've learned. And by being with my women, by me having the creator as our nucleus, we always have something higher to refer to. So when stuff got rocky, we ain't do what the average person do and call it quits. We went before our maker and made prayer and received guidance on how to deal with it. I'm in a 19-year relationship. I've been with her since I was 13 years old. If that ain't a successful relationship, then I don't know what it is. It's not there about one. Go ahead. No, I just want to be able to let people ask questions if they have questions because we're, you know, I, I cannot speak from something that I do not practice, and I'm sure I have questions just like everybody else. Zero one nine nine, are you there? And can you hear me? You have any questions now? No, no questions. Still no questions. That's fine. Seven four. Seven six. Uh, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I'm here. Any questions for our guests or for myself? No, I'm pretty much same way as you. Um, I just believe in the one God and and the um, this. That's I, I was born in a home with my mother, my father. Um, that's all we knew. We was always taught um, no sex before marriage. Um, still, I believe in that because I am single at 51 years old, and I do not have sex um, because I'm not married. And I, my prayer to God daily is to make me kingdom ready for who he has for me. So I wait on mm-hmm. him to send me my boaz. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm pretty much the same as you. That's that's the way I was raised up, and that's that's all that I know. Okay, Ruth, I like that. Boaz, nice 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 scripture reference. <laughs> it's you know I had I was in a group uh, not too long ago here locally in Birmingham, Alabama, and we had a group uh, session with women who too are uh, like my sister who just spoke and who are in weight who are in preparation period and we did the whole Ruth experience and the wait time and that sort of thing and it's almost 
and and the only reason why I speak from this point of view, and and the reason why I kind of took the point that was a little bit different from some of the women who had not been married, is because I have been. Uh, I did all of the things that my parents showed me to do. I, I governed myself in a way that was proper for a young lady. I've been married to. I was married to that man for almost 10 years, and it still did not proof that all of that instruction and all of everything I did did not pan out that I'm still married to him today. It actually was the best thing that ever happened to me to not be married, but it had nothing to do with the quote-unquote religious practices or that we did something absolutely wrong. That was just not the person that I was, should have. I knew the day that I was getting married that I should not have been marrying him. So I say all that to say this, that I, I don't, anticipate that this is just a foolproof plan for everybody. You know, um, even if it's yeah. the word of God, do you think that if a man, decide, you know, is in um, the Hebrew-Israelite way, that he is absolutely going to function this way if he wants a mate in his life? Like, say, for instance, if he just wants to have sex, because that's a biological thing. Um, we were made from you. Um, by our scriptures, and we were made for your help, but also for you, because every other being on the earth, God said, now I'd have made something for everybody else, not even made something for this man as well. So do you have to be married if you just want to have sex? I mean, um, I'm trying to understand that because a lot of people in the I'm Christian glad, faith, I'm glad you said that. they I'm get married just because they want to. Go ahead. I'm glad you said that because before you said that, after the sister spoke, I was I, I was going to say, let me let me take the route of humility. This is not something I'm here to make one claim. Men do not have to take multiple women. I know Hebrew Israelite men. I know a lot of men that do not want multiple women. What I am here today is to say we cannot say that a man having multiple women is wrong in the eyes of God. Because what happens is when you knock that philosophy, the reality of it is, sisters and brothers, that we use biblical terms, and we're using them incorrectly. So if we're going to knock this, just, just the best thing one person can say is, that's not for me. Say that, you know, because like the book of Amos say, how can two walk lest they be agreed? We can agree to disagree. But what I'm saying is that there, there, there is a stigma in society and this concept that a man having more than one woman is wrong. That's what I'm here to prove it's not true. But every man don't this not something you have to do. You don't have to do it. Some men I believe some men don't deserve one woman. Cause they're a piece of crack. That's how I feel. What I'm saying to you is it's not wrong. We gotta be honest, society teaches us that the infidelity, the adultery, those are biblical terms, and we're using them incorrectly. A man can have multiple women. Now, if you was raised another way and that's how you want to live, listen, I applaud any sister or brother that man for that man that wants to wait till he or her is married. That's beautiful. That right there, I applaud. That right there, that's what we need. And we need men that when they engage with these women, that they take these women and raise these women like a tender plant and don't abuse these women emotionally. Now we're talking. Wait for that special man. But that man that's God fearing to come upon your life, if you're going to reflect on spirituality in God, then you have to sit down and you have to listen and hearken to the words of God. 
Because my dad always told me, you only believe in that which you do. If you do not do it, then you don't believe in the word of God. Because you can't pick and choose when you want to obey God because it makes you feel comfortable on one, on one scripture, but then the other scripture, you don't want to believe it. That's not, that's, we cannot do that. We have to wholeheartedly hearken to the, the laws of God. But this is, this is something that is by choice. You don't have to do it. Most men shouldn't do it. Most men don't deserve one queen, let alone two or three. So I'm completely in, I'm completely in agreement with all y'all, sisters and brothers, that want to wait to find that special someone. I applaud 2117. 2117, are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah. 2117. Yes, yes, I'm here. What do you have to say here? Um, once again, you know, it's, it, it, it's the same thing, like you said, like, I'm, I'm also a Hebrew Israelite, but I've been with the same woman for 17 years, just one woman. Now, I have an option of being with someone else, but I just choose not to. You have some people that have, like the brother Anthony Thompson, that have um, uh, uh, more than one wife or a wife and a concubine or whatever and treat them women better than a person that's been married for 31 years. And they may have three wives or four wives and treat them better than the one man that you may be married to. So, you know. I have a question. I got a question, Hebrew man. What is a concubine? Because I'm just telling you, because I'm, I'm, I was going to say I'm American. <laughs> That's not what I meant to say. I'm, I'm just a layman. I'm trying to understand like everybody else. Why would you, if you have the ability to call one woman a, a wife, and another you're going to call a concubine, in my mind, and I think in a lot of people's minds who do not ascribe to this same belief system, would think that the reason why you have this concubine is so that you can have, she's just like the uh, beta girl. I promise you it's with all respect, but when you say concubine, I think that's what come, that's what is denoted, and that's what comes to mind for a lot of people who say, now how how is she, you know, the wife, but I'm the concubine. What is a concubine? And if you could, Anthony, if you could answer that, and then uh, your brother who is agreeing, if you can come back from the not come back after and, and answer that yourself. Um, a concubine is based upon the interpretation of a man, to be honest. Because the Bible really doesn't give a description of a concubine, but what, what her purpose is, she is like the replacement of a wife. She has a specific duty. Maybe it is sexually. Maybe it's to have children. Maybe it's to help the wife. Maybe it's to help the wife. And and remember this. It's all cultural. It's all in a a lifestyle. So, like, some some lifestyles may call a concubine a a, a bondswoman or or maidservant, someone that assists with the family. Maybe she... Watch the children, attend to the wives. Uh, she, but he takes care of her. She, 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 she's acknowledged. He claims her to the world. They know she's taken. She belongs. 
she's belonged to uh, a woman. Her purpose, she has several purposes. And, and some may say, you know what, Anthony, and, and this is what I hear because my mom said all the time, excuse my language, my mom says all bullshit. It's only a title. So, I mean, it, it depends on how I want to look at it. My mom's like, well, what's the difference? Concubine and wife is all the damn thing. And she's a wife. So, I mean, it, it, it's uh, based upon the translation because now the brother may say something different. Oh, okay. Um, your brother, Mr. 2117, who is 17 years in the one wife, you are still Hebrew Israelite with the option to have an additional wife. But why haven't you taken on a concubine then? If you don't want another wife, why haven't you taken a concubine? Uh, me personally? A lot of his class, like you know, you have a lot of his class, and like with my brother, he doesn't have he he doesn't have that that problem. He doesn't have that problem. It, it isn't just like, okay, well, I'm going to have you as my wife, and I'm going to have you as my concubine. Everything's all good all the time. Sometimes you get his exactly. class, as, as 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 women do. Now, I have had the option like two or three times, and I just said no. Not only that. You need to be financial in these things. You need to be very financial. You know, my brother just happened to be a little financial where he can take care of them like that. So it's not just, well, you know, because the way today's women is going to look at it and those that are westernized are going to look at it, okay, no, he pimping. He pimping. He got this wife. He got that wife. When he bought his first wife a car, he turned around and bought his other wife a car. When he got his first wife a house, when he got with the other one, he bought her a house. So it's different. It's not just to say, well, I'm going around and I'm going to be slinging this woman right here and I'm going to be slinging this woman right here and I'm going to just do my thing because that's what it looks like to people that are not in the culture, but people that are not uh, used to seeing this. Of, of course they're going to say, oh, no, he's a hoe. He just want to do whatever he, he want to do. No, he's treating these women equally. He's giving one something, he's giving the other something. He tried to spend as much time with both of them women as he can. He even called me sometimes and say, well, what do you think, blah, 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 and I give him my intake. But we've been doing this for years, so he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's talking about. Me, myself, personally, I just don't feel like doing it. I don't feel like being bothered. Not that I'm not financial to do it, because I'm, I'm, I'm very good in financial status. But I just, I, me, personally, I just don't. So like doing it. My wife just spoke this to me in the beginning of the year, in February. She just was speaking to that and said, why haven't you said anything to anybody or uh, thought about having any other wives or anything? I just say, you know, I just haven't. Some people are content with one and some people want others. Now, not to say that, you know, I'm 40. So not to say that uh, uh, one day I may see another woman that because uh, – I may I, I may want to start dealing with this woman here, or yeah. I want to do. You have like like uh, like my brother was saying, some other uh, wives or concubines are there to assist the wife. Like say if uh, your first wife can't have children, your other wife may have children. So that's a blessing. One wife can have children. Some some women just naturally can't have children. So the other wife, she's there to substitute that. She can do that. So it's 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 a whole lot with the situation 
but it's all on how you look at it. And if you were in that culture, and you would understand, like I don't understand how a lot of people say, well, you can have wives and concubines, and and and, and people, you know, uh, proclaim themselves to be, and no disrespect to anyone, to be Christians or this or that. Mm-hmm. But when you read the Bible, and if it tell you that King Solomon had four hundred wives and three hundred concubines, I I don't see how if they know the Bible so well, you haven't read that. What it is is a lot of people read the Bible and interpret it the way that they want to interpret it to fit their lives and not the way the Creator has intended it for it to be. This is why everybody have clashes in the heads when it comes to these things. Oh, no, y'all can have more than one wife, da 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 I totally get that. I totally get that. Um, Anthony, um, let's do this. Let me take a quick commercial break because i got to gather my thoughts because I'm all over the place. Like, you should see my little pad here, and um, and then we'll come right back. Be prepared to give your information out because it looks like you, you've met a brother, but uh, you've also probably opened up the gamut for people to ask you some direct questions that they may not want to ask on air. Be right back. Are you tired? Are you sick and tired? Are you just plain done? Well, that's where I am, and we're going to change things. Here on The Empire, we change by informing, organizing, and doing things that really make a difference. If you have an organization or a program that is for the betterment of the human experience, that's where we're going to start. To be a part of this movement, please contact me. I am the Empress Cooper on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or email me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com. Or just hit me up on my website, www.TheEmpress.com, where the Empress speaks, and the empire listens. Listen, I know that change won't just happen overnight, but nobody's going to change this but us. Anthony Thompson has been on the empire, and he's given us all of himself, opened up his, his life, his uh, his wife, and his concubine to us. And I want you to be able to get in contact with him if you have any questions in particular, because I'm not an expert on this. Like, that's what I do. I'm a facilitator and a moderator. I am not of a Hebrew Israelite uh, proficiency yes. or expertise. So I want you to be able to speak to them and give them the information how they can get in contact with you if they have any questions. Um, well, you can go you can go on Facebook under Anthony Thompson. My email address is the messenger a n t t h e m e s s e n g e r at gmail dot com. Um, hey, I even give my number, 267-979-9282. That's 267-979-9282. You can call me anytime. I'm always uh, open to talk, discuss religion, life, any of that. And see, this is the one thing that I want to stress. People always adopt to my religion. Let's just say the Bible. Let's not categorize it because I'm not coming with my religion. I'm coming with the Bible. I live by what's in the Bible. So what happens is I thought, and this is no blow to nobody, don't nobody get offended. I thought Uh we are God-fearing people. So if we are God-fearing people and we believe in the Bible, do not tag me with your way of life. It's what God said. I think that's kind of deep because I see a lot of people always do that. They say, well, Anthony, I'm not, uh, I don't live by your way of life. 
I don't really have a way of life. Thus saith the Lord is what I do and don't do. I made this statement earlier. I don't eat strength because God say don't eat strength. Now, what are you going to do? Are you going to eat strength when I show you guys say don't eat strength? What are you, are you, are you like, so this is what I'm saying. When God say do, I try my best to do. And when God say don't, I try my best not to do. That's why I always say it's hard to argue or debate with a man that's only using the reference of what God said. So that's how you can get contact with me. Um, I'm more open for more questions, and that's what I'm basically saying. I want thank to you so much. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm trying to beat this. I got bad weather coming in. I can my lights are blinking, so I'm trying to. Go ahead and ensure I want to thank you again, Anthony, so much for coming on to Choice Short Notice, and maybe if we have another show in the future, we can keep in contact as well. And at the end of the show, I always kind of have my little spiel, and it's not to undo or to uh, purposely have a differing of opinion. Sometimes I totally have a aha moment, and it changes some things or challenges some things that I'm practicing in and of myself. I made a few notes. You know, I totally get the whole idea of the differences between having a fornication type relationship with someone and adultery. I'm not a buff on that. Uh, I'm all about what the truth is and what a deceit is and, and what how that differs uh, from one uh, group of people's belief systems or whether or not you want to say you're religious or not. And, and basically, just the definition of religion has to do with having an organized system of beliefs an organized way of ceremonies, an organized rule of practicing, an activity of a group of people that are like-minded. That's all that religion is. And people get so hung up on saying, oh, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual, oh, I'm not this. But actually, everything you do in this life, whether it's on a spiritual level, whether it's on a personal level, whether it's one-on-one with who you are and how you function in your world, in your job, you practice some level of religion, okay? So, you know, th- those words, you know, move some people and not. That's just like some people who are just hung up on denomination. If you don't have a certain type of this in your group of people and they don't wear this, certain kind of dress and, you know, those sorts of things. Those are the identifiers that make people think that they look alike. But you know what? One thing that I totally, totally agreed with with my brother was that our society is anti-God. It is. It is because it it requires that you have some level of self determination and self-responsibility to a higher authority. Like we just don't like authority. We don't like to follow the rules. We like to be comfortable. We like for everything to feel good. So I can totally agree with that. Uh, I also feel like that, you know, when we reference Solomon and we reference Moses and we reference David, we reference all of these biblical persons of referencing the recordings of who and what they were and, and how they were functioning in the world, I think it is without note a lot of the times the gravity of exposure that these men had and the gravity of power that these men had and the the plan and the building that they were already in the progress for. Like uh, when we we studied Ruth, you know, we talked about how all of these women would come together all over the world just trying to to be in the number. Like they just wanted to be around a man. It's very similar to the way some people act with regard to celebrities, with athletes, uh, I think Anthony brought up Tiger Woo earlier and brought and brought up uh, 
several other people who are of some level of authority and influence. And the way that they govern their lives sometimes for some reason, people think, you know, it's something to aspire to. They're human as well. Now, David and Moses and Solomon, those men were men that were deemed and in a, a bloodline of, of, of an expectation. And, 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 and the bottom line for me, I think that a lot of what was that, that is in the Bible for these particular men were because that bloodline had to be forwarded. You wanted to have as many little Solomons as you could because that would secure the kingship, that would secure that building, that family, that name. I mean, the same thing that, um, you know, if you, if you look at the story of Moses and, 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 and how he, he came about, you know, all, all of the things that were in the Bible, the reasoning as to behind them gives credence to why they existed. And when you don't tell the reasons as to why they existed and understand the history as to why they came forth, you can't just say, you know, it's a whole passage in the scripture that says silly women be quiet, but you have to read the whole passage to understand why that was a necessary part to be written. You know, and, and so, yeah, Solomon had hundreds of wives. Sure he did. I know that he did. And the same way I know that he did, I know that there are some that don't even need to touch a woman today. And it's not to degrade a man. It's not to degrade uh, the Hebrew Israelite practice or, or anything like that. There are just differences in what someone is capable of doing and not. The same examples of great men uh, in the Bible, there were also great women. Not to equate the two, because I'm not one of those women who wants to stomp up and say, like, I, I don't need no man. I understand the perfect order of how things are supposed to be. But I also would love to understand, and I still have lots of questions about that and lots of worry about that when it comes to trying to introduce a lifestyle of this sort where you have no support of what she actually is to do. Like even if you just take away the the, the belief system and the spirituality be- behind being a helpmate, you at least in any level of help understand what your expectations of rules are to be. And I think the point of men having to kind of woo women, and I'm not saying that you did this, Anthony. I'm not saying that your other brother on the line did this either. I think there's just – because I've actually been proposed to twice by men who have these lifestyles, and I'm like, I just know. Like, I just don't. You know, I, I know absolutely for sure for me that I would want my own king. I would want my own. I, I would be totally okay with him wanting to build something with me. I would, and it's not a selfishness. I just know that I have fault in self and that I would hinder any type of building where I got to share who I was. And I damn sure ain't going to be no concubine. Like, that word just don't sit well with me. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I know that there are different levels of maybe authority and 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 ability. That's what I've been told. Not not by the guys here on the line tonight, but I've been told that from other uh, persons who who practice in this multiple and plural marriage type of lifestyle. But you cannot, even if we were outside the skirts of Africa, tell me that there is not some emotional part of emotional creatures. You know, we began this conversation about women being emotional, women having to remove the emotion from it to get the fullness of the destiny of this building. But if I'm made out of emotion, you're asking me to remove a whole part of what I'm made out of to just participate in this, which is why I think it has to be convincing. 
you know, one of the guys who is beautiful spirited guy, wonderful, wonderful guy, great provider, and, you know, and I thought it not worthy for both guys tonight to even say, you know, I can do this, I can pay for this. You know, a lot of women are not concerned about that type of giving. You know, a lot of women are, but at the same time, I don't profess to be, I don't need no man, I'm independent. I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying that the totality of a husband for women in this day, in this age, in my age, is more than just how many dollars you can shell out to me. I I find it difficult to believe that I'm going to be comfortable, and I'm speaking from me because it's just the end of the show. I don't know how I'm going to feel about having to share my king with someone else, and it's not even in an intimate way. I want to be able to be whatever help he needs. I, I think that I can do that. I think if he, if I was able to spend enough time, but if he, he has multiple families, multiple responsibilities, it's just like a company. It's like that first company that you get is going to always be the one that teaches you how to govern the others, and it's going to be a different level of depth to the others. It's, it's, and that's just the truth. You're not going to get that first Walmart to look like the last one they just built. You can mimic it. You can set it up to be the same. You can have the same plan and everything. It is not going to be the same. And it may function the same, it may it may look the same on the outside, but the feeling is just there. Like we're emotional creatures, we're feeling creatures, both men and women. And I just, it just bothers me. And I'm not hoping, I'm not being hypocritical and I'm not being too westernized for my Hebrew brothers on the line tonight. I just kind of find it difficult to understand how a man totally gets to govern this. What if that first wife decides she doesn't want to do that, she just wants to have that? Does it stifle the, the building? Does it cut down on the ability for this building to to happen? Why can't it just be me and you and us continue to, to bring this forward? Why you got to get in the bed with somebody else? Like, I'm just really just not wanting and, and it. And I don't think that I'm dick crazy. I don't think that I'm a person who's any different from any other woman in the world who understands the gravity of of seeding just when you do lay down with the man. And if that's what a concubine is, just say that's what it is. Because I thought that that's what it said in the Bible. He had lots of concubines, and they laid with lots of concubines so that they can have them babies, so that they can have that extra help. And, you know, if a woman knows a man and is close enough to a man enough, just my opinion, you know, I ain't got one right now, and I might be wrong. If I'm close enough to you, and we have that spiritual connection enough to you, and I know what you need, and you tell me when I don't know what you need, I can make that happen. I don't need no help from nobody else except for God because I do believe in him. I do believe that there is, you know, I don't think that there may be necessarily just one person made for everyone, and I'm not making an excuse because I'm divorced. I'm just saying that when you know something is not working, I don't think that he wants you to just stop and then my building gets to get torn down forever and always a man. I think that you have the ability and you have enough substance in yourself to say, I need you, Lord, to send me something else. So I'm totally for, you know, being celibate. I'm totally for keeping yourself in a way to where you can recognize who your man is and that sort of thing. But I just, I'm just not feeling sharing my king. I will support. I will do whatever I have to do for the kingdom. I, I will iron clothes and all that other kind of stuff if that's what I got to do to help that facilitate. But as for me and my house, it's just going to be one. I hope that makes sense. 
I'm going to play my song again because we didn't even talk about love. And, 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 and we were talking about relationship because, you know, we talked just last week about how intimacy and sex are two things that are a necessary part of relationships. It can actually build a relationship. It can actually destroy a relationship when those two things don't dance perfectly together. Love is the fruition of those two things coming together. And there is, I just can't, I know that if you have that type of dance with multiple people, there's got to be some level of of confusion. I mean, I'm, you know, my brothers may have it down pat because they seem like they had their, 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 their A game on tonight. I just don't know if we had the women on the other side. I would love to do a part two to this show and have the women on because I think from a woman's perspective, it may be something totally different. Maybe I'll think totally different, but as of tonight, I'm just going to Jasmine Sullivan because this is what I'm going to say. If it ever came to it, I, 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 uh, uh, I'm in love with the If man. I could, could forget him, I would. Please believe me. And I know that I should throw the towel in. But, baby, it's not. Not that easy Hey You treat me So much better than him And if I was sane There'd be no competition But I'm in love With someone else And I'm so sorry I'm in love with another man And I know it ain't right Hey You should go and find someone else Who can treat you right Give you the word Someone who understands the man you are Cause baby you shine so bright And I would just dim your star A girl who treats you like you treat them Boy I know there's plenty women Who would love to have a man like you But I'm in love With someone
But I love someone else Even though the Empire was born out of my personal experience and endeavors, the Empress welcomes everyone into the Empire. If you would like to be a guest, a co-host, or simply want to suggest a topic to be discussed, contact me by email at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. I'm here. I'm you.